Project Sapient is a podcast meant to engage our brothers and sisters in the law enforcement and military communities in conversations that we all know we need to have. All opinions you'll hear are our own, are protected by our First Amendment of the United States Constitution, and in no way reflect or are meant to reflect the opinion of any specific agency, officer, or service member. Some opinions may be controversial. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Welcome, Iman. Hello, Pete. How are you, sir? Oh, you know, good to go. Good to go? Good to go. I want to welcome everybody to the Project Sapien podcast. Number one project, number one police and military podcast on the planet, sir. It's so interesting. Absolutely <laughs> fucking amazing. We want to thank our supporters, Vector Shields, Gym Junkies, Havoc Journal, and the awesome Havoc Journal Weekly Havoc Podcast. Second Mission, Live Boston 617, Wellness for Warriors, OD Kit, Eli Firearms, Gun Track, Hulelaw.com, Fit Cops, and 22 Mohawks. We love you guys. I was just waiting for the break in the music. <laughs> so Iman sent me an article, guys. Yeah. The half-measure mindset has no place in police work. Yeah. So um, I, I wrote this a little while ago. I mean, last year, December of last year, I wrote this. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. But a uh, cool thing uh, happened, uh, Pete. Um, the other day, I get a... Um, uh, an email. I've been working with this uh, high school teacher who teaches criminal justice level one and two, and he wanted me to come in to do a talk. I'm like, yeah, cool. No okay. problem. Uh, you know, level one, I did a whole uh, presentation of what my plain closing unit does, all that, you know, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, then the, then, you know, I'm going back and forth with him email. I'm like, hey, for level two, I know you wanted to do something about use of force. So what is it exactly? Because I can go for hours on use yeah, of yeah, force. Yeah. You know, be yeah. a little more specific. Yeah. And then he says, actually, I just listened to your uh, anthropological approach to law enforcement podcast. No shit. And uh, why don't you do the class on that? I said, you listen to the podcast? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, listen, and I read. Did hey, you apologize first? <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I told him. I'm sorry. I, I, no, I, I said, hey, um. I'll try as much as I can not to swear in, <laughs> in class. Yeah, you're I, like, fuck this shit. I know. I got to do a complete like rated G version of basically the podcast. <laughs> you want me to stand behind you with like a button every time Actually, you swear? No, a no. A sensor button? That? No, no. The key and peel. Where <laughs> angry Obama and you know President Obama, like you know yes. what I mean? Like <laughs> that's what you need to be. Okay, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. I'll go in and say, "Hi, students," and you say. What the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Exactly. Hey, fuckers. <laughs> hey, you little shits. Yeah, Listen up. Exactly. So, so that's that's, that's really pretty, cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool that that even you know academics, uh, you know, like like teachers are yeah. listen to the podcast. So that's something I did not know. Uh, so it's pretty cool. So I'm pretty excited for that. Yeah, so dude. Next episode, we'll talk about Look, you know, what happened and we, if I got kicked out. <laughs> we we talk about legitimate things. Well, that's what he likes. He likes the and we're raw about it. Yeah, he he likes you know the no bullshit approach we have. That's I, I mean, some people get offended by the way Whatever. we talk. Like, who cares? Whatever. Like, you know, the, the the ones that usually get most offended are the usually the worst offenders themselves. You know what yeah. I mean? Just making themselves feel better about yeah, themselves. Yeah, whatever. Ignore the noise. Yeah. And all that good stuff. Uh, I know a lot about noise, my friend. <laughs> oh, I know. You've had an interesting week, buddy. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Uh, all right. Anyway. So, 
Back to the article. Yes. Half measure mindset has no place for police work. So this this kind of, I wrote this because of things that have been going on on the job, things have been going on mm -hmm. in training, you know, stuff that we always talk about. But one thing that's never, ever really touched on in policing, it's touched on in the military, but not policing is mindset. Okay. Your mindset going into the job, your mindset at the job, your mindset during a traffic stop, your mindset during a freaking use of force type scenario. Um, and as I, we, you know, I've always said 80-20 split with yep. law enforcement. 80% are just there. The 20% are the actual workers, you know, that, uh, and, and this is part of that half measure mindset is that 80%. So I'm talking to you 80%ers. Oh, you were talking to me. I was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I, I just say, fuck your feelings. <laughs> I have, there's been a lot that I have given up, but I'm still not going to completely give up. But anyway, go on. <laughs> but uh, so article, I start off uh, by saying, it seems these days police officers everywhere are rated by stats. Mm. How many cars have they pulled over? How many citations? How many arrests? The list goes on and on. Police departments start looking for more, uh, st are starting to look more and more like a business, which. Yeah worst thing to me personally that's the worst thing you can do because you become this generate generating revenue for state cities towns rather than policing the community that's well, that i mean we always touch on that we yeah. always talk about it it's 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 bad because this half measure mindset is all encompasses from the lowest patrolman all the way up to the chief right it's everybody is involved with this half measure mindset my so my mentality i mean is Policing is a paramilitary organization, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we need to really realize that that's what it is. Yeah. It's not a military organization. No. It's no. a paramilitary. Yeah. But you can also include some things from the business world. Yeah. Some things, some foundational things. things. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the, you're right. It's turning into a legitimate business where you're trying to, you know, generate revenue and get all kinds of great stats to make yourself look good. Exactly. And that's all it is. That's all it is. On paper, yeah, it looks great. You know, I'm in, did, you know, whatever, 20 car stops to, you know, today and did 20 tickets or whatever. Right. Oh, yeah, he's busy. But that doesn't That doesn't mean anything. anything. It doesn't no. mean that Iman's a good cop. Yeah, it doesn't mean, exactly. you know what I mean? Exactly. It's that, just, that means nothing to me. What it's, what it's doing is really serving <laughs> the... The higher ups. Oh yeah, it's it's an ego thing. It's an ego thing. You know, for the higher ups to say, "Oh, we got the busiest police department. Right. Well, we got the most proactive cops." Well, and you don't. Not really. <laughs> you know, when 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 you uh, when you have uh, when you rate your cops off their stats only and not really their police work, there's an issue. Quantity over quality is what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. And quality over quantity should be what they're doing. Exactly. And in a business sense, when you do quantity over quality, we see the product, what it looks like. It looks like shit. Shit, it fails. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and you talk about it real well here. You're talking about the, the, the half measure mindset. Yeah. It's doing just enough to get by. Yeah. And it's causing really bad issues. So go, go for it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so the half measure mindset is, is just doing enough to get by and you see it all the time with, with some cops that want to stay under the radar, right? They don't want to make waves. They don't want to do anything. All right. I'll hit my three or four tickets a day, whatever. That way yeah. I don't, you know, have to listen to the Lieutenant yell at me or, or whatever, uh, or even, you know, higher up. So, uh, writing enough citations so the officer doesn't get called to the carpet, which that's what we call it when, yeah. when you go before the command staff. Uh, getting enough arrests where the officer is not uh, on the command staff's radar. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, this is going to be another frank discussion. So, so again, like I said, may hurt some feelings, but whatever. It's it's going to be it. talked about. Do it. So, over ten years ago, I worked uh, for a police department that monitored the state's transit system. I was assigned to plainclothes anti-crime unit. Now, being in plainclothes was quite. I mean, it was awesome because you get to people watching in the sure. city and do the the amount, amount yeah. of comedy that spotlight's you get. not oh, on my you. My God, but it is hilarious some yeah. of the shit you see, but. And I even say it right here, like uh, after working the transit system for so long, whether it's uniform or plain clothes, um, I wouldn't even sit on any of the seats anymore. <laughs> Giggity or gross? Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> like here's the thing, like like you know, I even said in in my article, like you know, I, unless I was dressed in uh, for the military guys, mop level four. <laughs> basically, that's like protective gear for toxic environment. So. That's the level I got into, like, oh, my God, I need to, like, I would have to clean my clothes every day I got home. It, like, it was, oh, it was so Rebreather. Oh, my God, exactly, rebreather. So, <laughs> so you can imagine now how I feel about the transit system in this country <laughs> and the world. So, I am not a big fan. So, back to my story. So, I was sitting on the bench, and I was resting my head back against the billboard, pretending to be, quote, unquote, out of it. I noticed three individuals walked down to the platform, and they were openly talking about making a drug deal. Like, <laughs> okay, you know, here we go. So, you know, I signaled to the plainclothes guys. I had a whisper mic, so I can just literally whisper into it, and uh, and we all get on the train. So it was three other officers with me. We all get on the train, kind of spread ourselves apart. All right. Uh, so... We came up with a game plan, essentially. Uh, long story short, we observed the drug exchange money for drugs, and we arrested everybody involved. Very proactive policing here. Job well done. A few days later, I was questioned about uh, by my supervisor about why my smoking citations are down. I'm sorry, what? Smoking citations. Like smoking in public citations? Smoking on the platform. On the platform. Yeah. You're kidding me. No. That what what they were concerned about. Not that I just locked up three guys on a drug dealer. Right, I doing just, proactive policing in the system. I'm getting mad. Oh no, I <laughs> I, I, I hear you. And and on top of that, not not just this. I, I mean, on a side note, I remember that day I got yelled at by the lieutenant because I was supposed to be at a fixed post at the end of the orange line. I think you know where I'm talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was supposed to be there, and because I made this arrest. You weren't there. I wasn't there because uh, I had to do booking and the reports and evidence and all that shit. So he was pissed off that I wasn't at the fixed post, even though there's a multitude of officers at that area, which I know you know where I'm I talking know exactly about. where I'm talking about. I mean, yeah. between uh, all the agencies, we're all always there anyway. Yeah. So it's not like me not being there is going to be detrimental to, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but you were actively involved in an investigation. Exactly. That, that, that got you some very good very good, uh, the best stat you could possibly get. Yeah, three. A three, drug dealer. Exactly, drug dealer, three druggies, and one of them uh, flipped to become an informant. <laughs> like. But your smoking citations are down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that was their concern. I So in a way, okay, back to the paramilitary organization, right? Yeah. Everybody's yeah. got to answer to somebody. Yeah. Okay. Even the police commissioner has to answer to the mayor. Yeah. So everything's top down. Yeah. Right? Somebody went to him and said, hey, I'm in citations are down. I could see that. Oh, yeah. Your guys' citations are down. Five of your guys. So can you go approach them and ask them? As a supervisor, though, shouldn't you be able to turn around and say, hey, let's say it was a sergeant. Hey, LT, 
Yeah, his his stat might be down, but he he's a killer a of- fucking cop, yeah. and he just made a huge fucking arrest, and this and that, and blah, 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 blah. Like, why did it have to come to coming to you and saying, your citations are down? Which, which that's the thing. Uh, even, like, I remember my my conversation with the sergeant. He even knew it was BS for him to even ask me, but, but, but that's where I asked him, well, did you tell them? Yeah. You were in that meeting. Did you just write the question down rather than address like, well, no, I'm in, I've been very busy this week yeah. because of X, Y, and Z. I don't know this person. Yeah. I don't know this person, but I'm going to say that shame on him oh, no, for shame. not turning around. That's not leadership. No, no, that's not leadership. A leader would have turned around and said, hey, leave my guys alone. Or if your guys are really shitheads, yeah, you, go to your sh- guys what? and be like, stop being shitheads. Yeah, exactly. But that's leadership. If you turn around and say, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, his citations are down. Leave us alone. Yeah, well, well. Again, citations are down, but his arrest, he, he did these yeah. number of things. Yeah. So here's the thing. It's, it's that whole balancing act that causes this half-ass mindset, you know, this, this. Of course. Because now you're like, okay, so I can't make good quality uh, drug investigations or arrests or whatever because I need to make sure my citations are up. Were you not disheartened? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, shortly after that, because it got really stupid, um, I, I request to go back to patrol. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'll stand in front of the turnstile. That, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't, I don't need to do freaking, because I got so sick of getting called out for being proactive, but not in the way they wanted me to be proactive. Smoking citations, fair vision citations, like money revenue shit. Generating stream. Here's Jesus the thing. Christ. I would use smoking, I would use fair vision for my way to stop someone to right. talk to, to, to FIO, to right. find guns, drugs, whatever, because you know what? The transit system is littered with that. Sure. What better place to smuggle drugs and guns through the transit system because the TSA ain't there. I smuggle drugs. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> the orange line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, relax, everybody. <laughs> but here's the thing. So, so that's that's the fact, though. Like, yeah. there is so much in the transit systems across the country that we know as as cops is. Gr- I mean, look at what happened. Unfortunately, with DEA out in Tucson, Arizona, transit system, right? Amtrak. Yep. yep. Uh, they go to do a, a security check and they get into an all shootout and a DEA agent gets killed. I had um. I had trained with a bunch of the Amtrak special ops people before they were disbanded. Yep. And like, I remember sitting there talking to them and I'm like, man, you guys are valuable. Why would they disband you? No, it's like, yeah, it's, it's bullshit. Politics, bullshit, politics. That's all it was. That's all it was. Yeah. That's all it was. So I, yeah. So I asked him uh, back to the article. I asked him, are you serious? In my mind, I knew it wasn't coming from him. Like I told you, Mm -hmm. but the command staff on the second floor and Instead of doing what I'm supposed to do as undercover officer in the transit system, I was told told to write more citations. In the end, a revenue generator for the transit system. I was like, yeah, that, that, again, that's when I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I, I say it right in the next paragraph. I hated it. I decided to go right back to uniform patrol. I I'll said, tell you, I got that once in my career before SWAT and any of that. Yep. And again, it was, you know, I'd go, I'm not saying I was a superstar, but I was making decent arrests. You know, community policing, all that stuff. And yep. they, hey, you're not getting you're not getting as many um, traffic citations. And yep. I was like, "Do you want me to lie? There wasn't any for me to write. What do you want me to do? Yeah, like it's yeah. four o'clock in the morning. What do you want me to do? Make it up? <laughs> That's the thing. As a midnight cop, I mean, what, right? What do you? <laughs> there's only what between a couple hours, maybe right. you know, in the beginning of shift, and that's about it. In that couple hours in the beginning of shift, if you're in a busy, especially in a busy area like I was, yeah, you're it, not going to stop cars. No, you're going bouncing call to call to call, bouncing calls, <laughs> fucking doing the drug dealers, yeah. doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, there's no, 
a lot of these things that a lot of leadership sees is fantastic in the abstract. Yes. Meaning it's great on paper. Yes. It sounds good. We should be getting more tickets. We should be getting the, because, you know, somebody somewhere said that because you're getting more citations, you're interacting with the public even more. And your officers are being quote unquote proactive. Proactive. Exactly. It sounds yeah. great. Abstract sounds great. On, on paper. paper. <laughs> on paper. It sounds great. In but reality. In reality. No, it, it, it sucks. So, so. Uh, that's the thing. Like, don't get me wrong. Like when I went to uniform, don't get me wrong. Looking at an officer productivity is important as a supervisor, as a, as a chief, as, as a, as a shift commander, uh, you can tell who, who the workers are, right. and who the slackers are. Right? right. But the thing is though, you need to do the whole, right? Not just, yeah, I'm in number one on tickets, but well balanced. Pete is not on tickets, but he's got a lot of rest, but Pete, you need to do more tickets. Like, no, it's a balance. Let's be area. real. Let's be real. Exactly. Here's the thing. You have your ticket, people. There's there's cops that just write, love to write tickets. You know what? Hats off to them. By all means. I know cops that would go out oh. and write 10 fucking parking tickets a day and yeah. be like, I'm done yeah. for the day. Yeah, exactly. You know what? If that's your forte, by all means, you know, do your thing. Don't bother me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And 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 here's the thing. I mean, I, get, I give it to the listeners. You tell me, an officer arrests bad guys, protects and serves, issues citations when necessary, versus an officer whose sole concern is the number of tickets they issue. Which one would you rather have? I mean, I, I know what the answer is going to be. Sure. But here's the thing, as, as listeners, the civilians and, and other cops, we know what kind of cops we want to be. You know, most, most cops that actually listen to the show are in that 20%. Uh, because we email back and forth and we talk to a lot of cops across the country and they seem to be of that same of mindset that, we yeah, have. Yeah. Uh, you know, the workers. The, I mean, you know, just a couple times, actually, uh, you, you, you made mention of uh, one of our followers, uh, a cop who wants to motivate his guys and, yeah, yeah. you know, trying everything that he could to uh, to get good quality cops rather than revenue generating dickheads, essentially. Yeah. You know? Company guys. Exactly. Company, <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and here's the thing. I'm not saying police departments are forcing quotas because that's illegal, but what they're doing is a form of it. We have a, a friend of ours, We're a gonna, mutual friend actually, of ours. Actually, uh, KP, um, I was thinking actually on my drive over, we need to get her back because there's yeah. some there's some developments with her. We with should her get stuff. her back and do a follow-up with yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely de- developments that uh, that happened with her. I mean, she sent us a couple things that I shared yep. with you, and yeah. it's like, oh, my God, you know? Um, so, so, I mean, here's the thing. Some or perhaps most departments are rating their officers based on numbers, not quality policing, but quantity, which we just went over. Mm-hmm. I can pull three cars over. One of them would have a driver who's a complete asshole, and I guess the thing, like, that's me. Every it, It's like I'm guaranteed it's so funny. I don't know if it's like a real statistic or whatever. If I pull over three cars, one of them will be the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just happens. <laughs> it's the <laughs> law know? of the universe. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like it, it, it never fails. Like, yeah. I'm not a ticket guy or whatever, but, you know, there are days I'll go out and tear it up a little bit and do right. whatever. But it'll be like, by the time I get, you know, somewhere in the middle there, <laughs> first, second, or third car, the asshole's there. <laughs> and I just write, you know what? You're a fucking asshole. Here you go. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'll never forget this one time early in the morning uh, going down a major uh, route. Um, through the city I work in and, you know, I'm just starting my day off. It's like, my day on, I mean, and, uh, you know, I was still in a Crown Vic, you know, the good old Crown Vics. Remember the noise on those? Oh, oh. yeah. 
anyway. was on, I was on my way to uh, Dunkin' Donuts, grab myself my coffee to start the day. And as I'm going down this major route, it's about 45 miles an hour, 50 miles an hour in that area. This dude was booking it at 70, coming in the other direction, and my radar mount was so loud. You know how, yeah, uh, yeah. you know yep. those mounted radars, the old school ones on yep. the Crown Vicks. I'm like, Wee! I'm like, oh my god, my tinnitus just freaking yeah. went crazy. It's gonna make you have a stroke. Exactly. Yeah. So I, you know, wham, whip the car around. I'm like, ah, you know what? I'll tell him knock it off. I need. I need to get my coffee, but I'll tell him slow it down because some cop up there is probably going to give him a ticket. Right. But, you know, just save him the trouble. Pull him over, and it's him and his buddy. And uh, I tell him, I'm like, hey, do you know why? I'm, I'm assuming you know you were speeding because that's why I pulled you over. Yeah. Oh, I had. Uh, oh, I, I did not know. I was like, <laughs> kid. I was like, my radar had my radar had me clock had me had you clocked at seventy miles an hour. Stop it. I was like, just stop. But then he throws this chestnut at me. Well, officer, I'd like to see your radar unit. I'm like, um, it's mounted to my cruiser. I'm about to give you a warning, bro. Well, here's, here's, here, it gets even better. He's like, well, sir, I read somewhere online that uh, you are required by law to show me your radar. I'm like, at mm. court. But I didn't even get that far because he already pissed me off. I was like, you know what? I wanted to give you a warning this morning, but you know what? That's not going to happen anymore. License registration, and let's get this over with. He's like, no, no, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's, too late. I'll tell you, I don't know if this is good advice or bad advice for cops listening out there. I have streamlined the way I do traffic tickets. Mm -hmm. I, the least amount of time possible. Yeah. It's, I mean, if you walk up to the car and you start seeing things, that's a different yeah, story, that's a different right? Story. But if you, if you walk up to the car and you know there's nothing else except the, uh, the violation, I am very direct. I am very License registration. I don't answer questions, this and that. And I'll say, I'll be right back. Yeah. And a lot of times there's people yelling out the window to me and I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I get in the car. I write my stuff, whether it's a warning or, or a money ticket. I go back and they start arguing. I say, you know what? Not the place. Yeah. Oh, I'm the same way. But for this like morning, I'm like, you know what? I'll just whatever. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I yeah, really yeah. was no, not I expecting it. to write a ticket. Yeah. I just wanted to get my freaking coffee and breakfast, man. I didn't, I wasn't ready for this. So, yeah. so I end up, I end up writing him up for the, what is it? Almost $200 ticket. <laughs> I'm like, here you go, kid. You're my first ticket of the morning. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. And he was actually my only ticket for the day. <laughs> should have been like, and I get a commission on this. Yeah, yeah exactly. You probably read that on the internet too. <laughs> actually, people do think we get commissions on tickets. It's, it's hilarious. Dude, the stupidity that's all oh, on the internet it's, about it's police hilarious. procedures. Oh, so. man. Anyway, so with getting this this quota stuff, rating their officers based on numbers, not on quality, now you, now you have cops running around just to keep their numbers up and not looking at the big picture. I mean, here's a, I give an example. A person, uh, you pulled this person over for a red light violation. Officer issues citation, lets the driver go. However, the officer missed important details. Yeah. Yeah. One, the person's sweating when it is winter. The person never looks at the officer. The person keeps looking at the center console as if they're hiding something in there. You know, all these behavioral cues were missed because the officer was only thinking about the ticket and the next ticket. Can I elephant yeah. in the room? Yeah, go. Elephant in the room. Yeah, a lot of times these things are missed. A lot of times they're not. Oh, no. And what I'm trying to say is some guys just don't give a fuck. No, some guys don't. I, I don't doubt, like, us as cops, we have this intuition. We, we're pretty right. good at, at sensing, uh, reading the room, reading the car stop. Like, we can, we have a pretty good idea. Yep. But 
the difference between the 20 percenters and the 80 percenters, 20 percent, we act on those cues. We act yes. on that instinct. We yep. see it. We're like, and we can't ignore it because that's not in our nature. You know, I see a guy during the winter was sweating his ass off because I pulled him over. I'm like, <laughs> something's hey, up. Hey, dude. Yeah. Are you having a stroke or uh, what's going yeah. on? Yeah, Do you you're diabetic. Yeah. Like, you know, so I start, you start digging, right? And let them dig the hole themselves. And uh, for you jailhouse lawyers, I can talk to anybody. I well please. Yeah, yeah, so stop it. Stop it. But um, but here's the thing. Like so, so the big picture now is no longer the big picture. Mm -hmm. It's it's now segments. You know, little picture, little picture, little. It's not that first second order effect. It's not that okay first order effect. I, I pulled this guy over. I run his bop, you know, while while running his stuff. Oh shit! Drugs, guns, drugs, guns, drugs, guns. Um, okay, typical, uh, typical New England. Let's just let him go right away, even though we, he's got multiple drugs and gun violations. Right. I was like, oh, all right. So go up now. I know now. And the wheels in my head are turning. Right. Yep. I still haven't even talked to this guy. It could have been. It could be his mother, for all I know. Mm -hmm. You know, driving the car, and she's she has no idea what's going on. But. Like I said, you go up to the car and this guy, he's got all the indicators for you. He's mm -hmm. like, to me, he's almost begging for his car to be searched. His, his subconscious is hitting every flag. Oh, yeah. Basically. You know, and, and, and that's the thing. Us and our primal instinct that we embrace, mm -hmm. we hone in on those. We, we really look at it. The 80 percenters, they notice it, but then they dismiss it. Or they're conditioned enough where they just don't give a shit in general and they don't. Well, they don't pick it up. Well, that's the thing, though. That that creates that half half-ass mindset yep. where, whether they see it or they don't see it, in the end, they ignore it or they don't right. do anything with it. I mean, I there's no like to me like I'd like to believe there's no way that certain cops will ignore will 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 not see or they will see what's going on but choose to 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 not do anything about it. Your next paragraph, I just read it, just struck me is a, you nailed it on the head, the full measure officer's joke. Oh, uh da, 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 where am I? Oh, full measure. Yeah, okay. So, officers who come with the uh oh, uh, off, uh full measure officers always joke and poke fun at half measure officers. Yeah, you write a ticket for an expired sticker, but never mind the dead person in the, in the backseat of the car. Yes. I mean, how many times do we make that joke yeah. with, with these cops that really don't do much? Yep. I mean, I, just the other day, it was like we were, we were just fucking ragging on this one cop. Pretty much the same thing. Like, oh yeah, let me give you a speeding ticket, but never mind, you got a dead hooker in the back seat right. with, with a with a kilo of coke. I don't think hooker is PC anymore. <laughs> Whatever. Did, did, did you, did you it, really think it, I care? Is it sex sex oh, worker? Oh, sex worker. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. AOC, sex worker. That's right. They need. I could see her as a. Oh, oh, that's not what you meant. Oh, okay. All right. So no, go on. Go on. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so now the officers who come with the full measure uh, warrior mindset. They do not strive well in those environments, the environments of quotas or or you need to write this many, or they can't tell you to write this many tickets, but they can also tell you. Yeah. They can nudge it. Yeah, they can nudge it. We don't do well in those environments. Nope. I mean, just like that example I gave you before when I was in the transit system, I didn't do well because I'm like, this is bullshit. It's not, that's not my job. I'm and, not saying it's what you did, but I would have shut down after that. Oh, like, no, completely. I, oh, I, I did. When I went yeah. back to patrol... I did not do a fucking thing. Yeah. And sad. Uh, it's sad. The thing is, though, because I told them I'll stand in front of the turnstile for <laughs> eight hours a day. Yeah. And that's it. You want to give me a people clicker? I'll just click how yeah, many people walk I by me. I will <laughs> do that. Like, you know, I had no problem doing it. 
yep, I'll, I'll go to my calls, do what I have to do, and that's it, you know. But but that's what it created because that's all they wanted. Yeah. You know, they, they wanted half-ass half ass measure cops to do just enough to get them their stats so they can look good for the higher-ups. My thing has always been, Iman, and tell me what you think. It's kind of, it, it's in line with people saying thank you for your service or thank you for yeah. this, thank you for that. I don't want to be acknowledged for what I do, but don't disrespect what I do. Do you it, see what I'm saying? Oh, no. I, so, so that's the thing. So I've always said this. I said, I've always said, let me do my job. Right. I will never In the fuck, way I know how to. In the way I know how. I'll never fuck you. Yeah. I'll, we'll never get to federal court for some bullshit that I, uh, I'll right. pull. Right. Like, I know what I can do. I know what I can't do. I know, like, just let me do my thing. It just feels like when, when the administration and, and supervisors come down on, and we know there's so many of them, good yeah. cops that are out there doing their shit, doing the right thing, maintaining order, you know, good arrests, blah, 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 blah. And they feel like they don't get appreciated. Yeah. That's when you become this half measure or even worse. You just yeah. completely shut down. Yeah. You just completely shut down because here's the thing. Is, is, is it worth it? I told you the story during Rona when I I hadn't pulled a lot of people over oh, during yeah, Rona. Yeah. Yeah. And I pulled two cars over during Rona because there was it was an egregious violation. And I was like, in my head, I don't want to deal with a rollover. I'd rather yeah. deal with this. Yeah. And not to get into crazy detail, but these two complained on me. Yeah. And thank God I had a body camera. Otherwise, I would have been crucified. Yeah. And I remember going to my boss and being like, hey, thanks for backing me up. Yeah. It felt good knowing that my boss was like, hey, I know this is bogus. I have to take the complaint. Let's look at your body camera and I'll deal with it. And he did it the right way. And he goes, I know who you are. I yeah. know you're not a fucktard. I know yeah. you're, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's plenty of other supervisors that are at the same house that I know would have been like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. And that would have made me shut down completely. Yeah. Even though we were all kind of shut down from Rona, you know yeah. what I mean? There wasn't yeah. a lot going on. Yep. It would have, I could totally see a guy with almost 20 years experience been like, fuck this shit. Like, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. And 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 that's that that sort of thinking, though, is where it's, it's finally gotten us to. Yes. As, as a law enforcement profession. This type of stuff where... We need to do, uh, you know, uh, tickets, just like the Ferguson uh, uh, DOJ uh, investigation revealed. They revealed that officers were being told that they have to write this many citations or this, that, the yeah. other. So they were essentially generating money for the city of Ferguson, and and it it caused this tension between cops. Of course, people, which, yeah, because if you, if you live in a community and you feel that the cop is just there to give fucking tickets, you're not going to really have that much respect for a cop. One thing, talk about foundational stuff, right? One yeah. thing that I've had, and you're a trainer in academies and all that stuff I've had an issue with is they don't bring, and they don't stress enough about the reasonability being reasonable oh, yeah, for yeah. Your, in your job. Yeah. The law, the basis and foundation of law, it's not black and white set in stone. No. It's reasonable. What yeah. would a reasonable person do? What yeah. would a, you, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's that. And they don't stress that enough, I think, in academies. Yeah. They don't stress it enough in academies. They don't stress it enough in FTO. No. And I think it leads to issues like this where, and why I'm saying that is when I was assigned to traffic, right? Yeah. Again, it was one of those things where nudge, nudge, you don't have to get 10 tickets, but we'd like you to. Yeah. 
And I would go out and I would pull over as many people as I could in reasonableness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or yeah. I'd find a spot where there's a stop sign and I know people blow it. Yeah. And I would always try and be as reasonable as possible. Yeah. I know guys that would watch that stop sign and when there was a slow roll through <laughs> yeah, it, they'll, 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 write, it up. they'll write it up. Yeah. I would maybe stop the person and yeah. be like, here's a warning. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I always based it. It goes, I, I always say it with my mother, if my mother called 911. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If my mother got pulled over. Yeah. What's reasonable? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? No, I, I hear you. I think that's a foundational issue that causes all of these issues. These oh, no, absolutely. The, the, the half measure issues, the, uh, the, the lack of uh, motivation to work. Right. The lack of, uh, of, of actually doing training, going training, taking training seriously. Right. Uh, all this is starts from the top and that's the way it is and again i think i i, I told you about you know my conversation with this guy who said uh, oh it's a bottom to top issue i'm like no it's not it's a top to bottom issue since when is a bottom to top the this issue? person was a leader no thank god oh no no. They probably will be. But they will be. That's the thing. They'll, they'll, they'll be mayor or something. Be like, <laughs> you know? Senator. Yeah, exactly. You know, that, that that's how, that's the criteria. You got to have the most fucked up managerial uh, 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 moral compass. That way you can do the jobs. <laughs> it's it's, it's unfucking real. But anyway, so the these true, uh, the, so these officers, I'm talking about the full measure mindset. Those, those are the truest um uh, uh, workers in the profession. They're the truest practitioners right. of law enforcement. It's that trade craft. They perfect it. They work on it. They read case law. They do all sorts of extra shit to keep themselves razor sharp right. for the road. Um, they're outside the box thinkers. They know not everything leads to arrest. They yep. know there's other avenues that they can take. Sure, if I'm dealing with an addict that I really... Yeah, if I lock him up for a gram of heroin, what is that going to do? Nothing. If I can get him to a rehab facility where he can go to a hospital and get himself help, you know what? That's a long-term solution. Solution. Right. And I just gained an ally. Yeah, but if you were one of these guys, you just, oh, I got my, I got, yeah, I got, I got my, my stat. stat. I got my stat. I got my one arrest. There we go. You <laughs> know, and, and here's the thing. And, and I go right into it here where, you know, we don't ask for recognition. Exactly. Just the ability to do police work without the cloud of numbers hanging over our heads. That's all we ask. That's exactly what I was saying, dude. Yeah, don't exactly. recognize me. Don't thank me. Yeah. Just don't disrespect me. Exactly. That's when it's like, come on. Exactly. I mean, I mean, they, they, you know, these officers, these full measure officers, the warrior mindset officers, they engage with the community. They do far more for the department than the can, the command staff truly knows. And here's what's funny to me. When, whenever I have my meeting with the command staff and I tell them some of the stuff my unit's doing or I've done or a couple of guys at my unit have done, whatever, they're like, oh, I didn't know I didn't know you guys did that. Right. Like, we're that in-depth in, in whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. I mean, it, here's the thing. As, as, as command staff, yes, they're extremely busy. They got so much fucking shit over their head. Uh, that they got to take care of and, and administrative duties and, and meetings with all sorts of people and all that. But at the same time, like I said, don't come back to me with a cloud of numbers. Say, hey, I mean, you haven't done this or you haven't done that. All right. Let me make a statement. Yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Policing is an operation. It's an op. Oh, yeah. In totality. I'm talking in yeah. big generalities. Yeah. 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 Policing is an op. Mm-hmm. Are you ever going to do an op, unless it's an emergency, but are you ever going to do an op without proper intel? No. You'd be stupid to. Yeah, you'd be stupid to. Nine out of ten times is going to result in failure. Yeah. I don't know why the administrations and why 
command staff doesn't once a day, even in the simplest terms, before roll call or during roll call, look at the guys and say, what are you guys seeing on the street? Because that's going to go straight up. Yep. And I mean, it should go straight up. So yep. you have your sergeant that's giving roll call. Yep. Hey, what are you guys seeing on the street? Yep. You have Officer Iman, Officer Pete. Yeah, there's a lot of shitheads out every Friday night. There's a lot of this. There's a lot of that. That sergeant should take it and make it go up. We're not talking about making it like a, into a fucking surgery here. Yeah, yeah. But when it goes up the chain, it'll be in the back of the minds of the lieutenants and the captains and the superintendents. It'll be in yeah. the back of their minds so that it can better help them make decisions for the op. Exactly, exactly. And 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 they can better, um, you know, the beats. They can be, they can structure the beats better. They can they can move their assets move the assets better around you know like instead of this car sitting on you know wash at main okay yeah. let's move the let's move his sector to this area or you know what pete's the type of cop and i see him doing really good in some sectors yeah. keep him in that sector why are we going to move him to another sector you, or, or you know what i'm saying you know what my police department uh used to we don't have any more of the of the undercover cars uh, or the plainclothes cars because that we ended up having to get rid of them but um what what uh, the uh, chief would do is if he notices a cop like just who's doing actual good police work, mm -hmm. he'll assign him the uh, plainclothes uh, cruiser. Absolutely. And that cop, uh, how how excited do you think that cop is? Hugely. To get an, a bigly a play yeah, a a a plainclothes badass Dodge Charger, right? You know, with a cage, and he's able to rip around town, and he gives him citywide jurisdiction. I'm good. I'm going to tell you. Uh, 15 years ago, I was one of those, you know, you know, bright-eyed bush tail cops. I was doing really well, and they gave me a fucking Escalade. Oh. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And I did so much good work. It was a yeah. short amount of time, but I did so much good work, man. But that's the thing. That's Here's the thing. That's that's recognition without recognition. Without right? recognition, exactly. Right? That's like that's like the attaboy. Now, here, I'm going to help you do your job better. Right. Here's, here's an undercover Let's car. Let's feed the asset. Exactly. That's that's essentially what we're talking about here. We're talking about these outside the box thinking officers. Let them do what they got to do. Have a meeting once a month yep. or before every roll call. Lieutenants, have your sergeants turn around and ask your sergeants to tell the patrolman or ask the patrolman what's going on on the street, guys. Yeah. What do you guys see? What? Thirty seconds. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And here's You're the thing: like like in the military, you always go to the lowest. Uh, soldier, private. Yeah, that's why I'm bringing this yeah, up. No, like, I mean it's. It, here's the thing, though. It, to us, it's such simple leadership techniques, leadership right. styles, leadership. Uh, not just leadership. But I mean, operationally, that helps the op go better. And I'm not going to pretend that I know what the administration and the people with the brass know uh, what they're doing. I'm not yeah. going to pretend I know all that. Yeah. But I think this is something very reasonable but, that can make a major impact. Well, here's the thing, though. Again, communication, right? When it's communicated on high, right, from bosses, lieutenants, captains, to the superintendents, to the chiefs, uh, when they're saying, hey, uh, chief uh, spoke to Iman the other day, and he's doing this, this, and this, and this. Oh, no shit. Okay, right. cool. Like, but it, it, but it, it's, it's when, when I get to the point where it's like, oh, I'm surprised. Oh, you, you did all that? Like, well, yeah, I mean, well, one thing I always say, like, you know, I've told my chief and uh, command stuff, I'm like, listen, you guys give me a mission, you know, I'm like a tomahawk. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go full force with everything I've got. Can I you mean, say tomahawk anymore? That's that's racist now, too, I think. Come on. I think it is. 
I think I read something. When you said it, it sparked something. I'm going to look it up. Well, we'll see. Then they're going to have to change Apache. They're going to have to change yeah. Blackhawk. Um, That's clearly Chinook. Um We have a lot of Native American names uh, in the military to honor the warrior you know, spirit. You know, what the, you know what the best part of that is? Mm. Nine out of ten Native Americans don't give a fuck. No, it's, 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 it's the fucking white people. It's the white people. <laughs> Karen. It's the Karens and Relax, Jacks. Karen. Yeah, exactly. Who make fucking $20 million a year selling salamanders or some <laughs> bullshit. And now they're social justice warriors, those fat fucks. I watched a lady get out of a fucking... <sighs> See, now you got my, me mad. I watched a lady get out of a $180,000 Land Rover. And I knew it because it's one of the cars that I've always wanted. Right? Yeah. In a uh, Range Rover, sorry. And she gets out, and I'm looking at her, a pretty lady, and she's dolled up, too, like an amazing dress, yeah. fucking rings that are probably worth more than my house and yeah. shit like that, and she lifts up a sign about racial fucking equality, and I'm like, what the fuck do you know? <laughs> what do you claim to know yeah. about fucking ra- You're worth like a million dollars standing there. Just, just your shoe. Just your shoe. Like, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> Get the oh fuck out of here. Oh, my God. I know. I know. That, that's the thing. It, it cracks me up whenever I see something like that. But anyways, I digress. We digress. <laughs> we just went all over to... I mean, I got to a point talking about selling salamanders. Sell me. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so as uh, as I said, so we we make fun of uh, you know the yeah we already talked about that about making fun of cops that miss things. Um, the half measure officer do not mesh with well yep. with the full measure officers with the officers that actually do the work. While full measure officers worry about their number uh, while half measure officers worry about their numbers the full measure cops are working to on preventing crime being yep. proactive right so th- this type of policing is not good for the community this half measure bullshit mm-hmm. because of hard working officers uh, concern themselves with numbers rather than the quality of life issues in their city or town. And that's that's something that that I brought up when I got called to the cop about stupid smoking sites. I'm like I just made you know, this this drug arrest is a quality of life issue for right. the commuters. When you have these business individuals going into the city to work, do whatever, do they want to sit there, listen, you know, dealing with the heroin all over the place and, and selling of that and and just the crime and disorder that, you know, comes with it, whether shooting, stabbing, whatever. Um, that's the thing. That's that the, the whole idea behind the broken windows theory, right? You fix it. You fix it so the commuters, so the citizens of your community feel better. Know that you have their backs. That you are out there working, hunting, doing what you're supposed to be doing. Let me tell you how sad it is. Another elephant in the room, again, tell me if I'm wrong. Yep. Another elephant in the room. We know it's about money. We know it's about generating money. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people don't realize that they come to you and yell at you about the smoking citation or the certain red light citation or the texting while driving citation mm-hmm. because they get federal money. Oh yeah. Yeah. The federal grants. Yeah. Absolutely. And you have to fill X amount of tickets for it. Exactly. And then you want to make sure that you, that you hit those numbers. Cause if you don't, you don't get the money. Oh yeah. Putting that out there in public. Yeah. People should know about that. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, that's, that's the thing though. That's the whole idea. They can never tell you, force you to fill quotas. But they can nudge you, like you said. Exactly. They can nudge you. In, and so they don't direction. lose out on the money so, that they're getting. But but here's the thing. Here's here's the irony of this, right? This comes from the federal level. Yep. Where the federal level- Should have nothing to do should with Should have nothing to do with that. 
why is the feds getting involved with state local issues on tickets? You know why? Money. Bro, I've said it a million times. A good quote that I just heard, and I'll bring it up too, but I've said it a million times. The federal government should have nothing to do with any state issues unless it's constitutional, meaning things that have already been derived that the yes. supremacy clause can can obviously affect. Yes. Right? Interstate stuff. Yes. Federal property. Right? Yes. What the fuck do the feds have anything to do with giving money for click it or ticket? What? What? There should be no money for that stuff. No. I mean, here's the thing. If the federal grant money that comes down should just be an open, like, hey, PD. You what do you doing, need? What do you need? Right. Oh, we need more equipment. Okay, here's grant money for that. Exactly. You know, not not tickets or click it or ticket. And, and you know, but but again, though, those, here's, a, here's even the other elephant in the room, right? The other elephant in the room is these tickets, click it or ticket or whatever, that's not only done by the, uh, because the feds want to do it, that's insurance companies. Yeah. Because they want the moving violations, so <laughs> they, they're the, their customer pays more. Again, out in public, I'm saying it how it is. When in A lot of people cringe oh, right now. Uh, in Massachusetts, Massachusetts, right? When they came up with that bullshit, you need to have your headlights on with the windshield wiper yep. going at the same time. Yeah. You know who came up with that? I know the insurance company. Okay. Insurance and state legislators put that together. Lobbying. Lobbying. Right. And, of course. And they made it a moving violation versus just a civil citation. Now, there, there is a difference, people, uh, for those that don't know. Moving violation does count on your insurance. Yep. That goes against you. A civil citation does not. Does not. A civil citation, for example, uh, like a brake light out or, you know, just some minor. We should clarify. Things. Yeah. It's probably not the same in every state. Uh, well, yes. So probably not the same in every state, but in our state where we that's work, how it works. that's how it works. So to clarify, in case the other states aren't the same way, but lobbying and and these massive insurance companies sometimes drive this type of stuff, click yes. it or ticket, and and you know this stupid windshield wiper thing that you know headlight. Is it safer to have your headlights on and a rainstorm with you? Yeah, sure. it is. But now they made it a moving violation. I just, I don't understand how people don't see some of this stuff or they do see it and they, I don't know, voluntarily just close their eyes to it. Listen, the people are sheep. They don't see it though. They That's the sheep. thing. You, you you know that. Yeah. I bet you right yeah. now with us talking about this, we're going to get emails from people that had no idea yeah. that this shit actually is happening. We get it all the time whenever we talk about stuff. It's sad, man. It's sad. But you know what I, what, what gives me a little bit of hope is I've been seeing a lot lately is people waking up. Yeah, yeah. People waking up, and I'm talking about from major issues to smaller issues, yes. like the, the the mandates and the laws and the federal government. And a lot, a lot of people that I never would have thought are talking about, hey, Fed, fuck off, yeah. are now talking about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Which means it shouldn't stop us. It shouldn't just be the major issues. Small issues turn into big issues. Exactly. So if you have a problem... Call your representative. Call your local representative, meaning yeah. your, your state senator is a local representative. Yes. Call him and demand or put together a, a petition with 10,000 people on it and oh, demand yeah. change. Here's the thing. I bet you you put a petition for clicking a ticket because they're all moving violations and you get screwed on insurance. Well, insurance ha companies would be happy because now you have to pay them more. Right. But you put a petition together on that. You'll get 10,000 signatures. Of course you will. But us as cops, you know, who the fuck wants to listen to us? 
You know, when we say that's a bad idea, here's the thing. When the state legislation came up with that whole freaking windshield wiper and, and uh, with the insurance, do you think they asked one cop? <laughs> Come on now. Because, because we'll tell them, are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like, uh, here's the thing. I don't know. Like, in, in my PD, I don't know one cop that has written that citation. I haven't. I, I, I really don't know. It's ridiculous, dude. It's absolutely ridiculous. Maybe troopers. Oh, oh I don't know. Zing. Zing. <laughs> I got to throw the zing in there. <laughs> I'm going to have four guys fucking texting. You motherfucker. <laughs> you kill Lyman. <laughs> Tell him I'm a trooper. I want to say relax, 75 and, and, and a 55. And, relax. And my, and my training will reflect that. <laughs> I am not the regular police. Yeah, I'm the state police. I am the state police. And God, I'm going to get 10 phone calls now. And my training will reflect that. I love you guys. <laughs> Please. Hey, listen, we're just bus balls like, like we always do. I mean, you're uh, not firefighters, so. No, that's. <laughs> you're halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, my God. Let's finish this off. Yes. So community needs officers who are full measure. That's what community needs. The one who has the war mindset and the one who cares. That's what is needed in these communities. And I've always said, if you take 10 hard-hitting uh, warrior mindset cops, they can replace 30 oh, in of that course. department. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that's what is needed. And, and that's, <laughs> that's the truth of it. Bro, you're totally right, man. You're totally right. I, I love this article. I love this article. I love it. falls in line with exactly, when did you write this? 2020, right? 2020, yeah. Last so it year. falls in line with exactly what our ma- what like our major mission is on the podcast yeah. to get the shit out there. Yep. Guys, send it to people. Send it to civilians that don't re- send it to people that hate cops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll, well, them knowing that there's a lot of cops out there that are calling shit out there yeah. that are calling the shit out is going to help. Yeah. You know, because a lot of these people think that, oh, every single cop is bad. Yeah, I know. Well, there's some people that just like uh, your $180,000 uh, lady lady yeah. um, who will believe that cops, all cops are bad and racial inequality, even though she eats caviar like it's right. fucking candy. Well, you got to, <laughs> hey, another elephant in the room. She was probably pushed to do that because of social, uh, social, uh, what do you call it? Uh, influence. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ooh, my friend Becky is a fucking oh, cop come hater. On, I have know, to be a cop hater too. You know, you know the tennis club. Yeah. The <laughs> tennis club fucking champagne right. ladies are all cackling. Champagne wishes and caviar dreams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Good article, Iman. I love it. Guys, send us an email, projectsapien2020 at gmail.com. Check out our website, projectsapient.org. We want to say thank you to our supporters, Vector Shield, Jim Junkies, Havoc Journal, Second Mission, Live Boston, Wellness for Warriors, OD Kit, Eagle Eye Firearms, GunTrack.app, Hulay Law, Fit Cops, and 22 Mohawks. Don't forget, everybody, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. On TikTok, it's called Police Podcast. Ah, yes. I even post a lot of good shit on there. We love you guys. Stay safe. Stay sapient. Oh, one more thing. Let's go, Brandon. Ah!